Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Inner Revolution. Hey, just want to think about a couple thoughts today about spiritual mapping. This is a term that's uh, gotten a lot of focus in the last year, but it's not a new term. It's been around for over 20 years. But I was thinking about it in regards to church planting. So when you think about spiritual mapping, it is really looking at an area with the eyes of Christ, thinking about the needs of that area, the spiritual opportunity of that area, and also to uh, just dream with God, have a heart vision or have a heart, um, just just the mind of Christ for that area. So when you're thinking about an area, and our church has actually done quite a bit of church planting this summer, we are looking at our nation, we're looking at our town, we're looking at our cities, we're looking at our world, really now in a in an unusual landscape of uh, really chaos, confusion, turmoil. and But there's a spiritual opportunity to always minister the gospel, always lift up Christ, always demonstrate our faith. So when we're thinking about spiritual mapping, really targeting an area with uh, intention, with faith, with working the field, uh, we want to identify a few things that help us uh, break ground Uh, so that we can plant, build, and support the work of God uh, in our churches. So uh, when we're considering this, number one, we want to have a spirit of prayer. Prayer unlocks the mysteries and gives us the eyes of faith. So without prayer, we're really guessing. We're maybe kind of looking at a business plan or a corporate formula But prayer really shows us what God is thinking, what God is doing, God's mood, God's heart, God's uh, eternal purpose for that area. Now, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, one of my favorite verses, Jesus is looking over the city and he is burdened, grieved because he sees people there without a shepherd. They're fainting, they're staggering, they're scattered, and Jesus is grieved because he recognizes that there's no shepherd. Now, definitely preaching is important, not to take away at all. Preaching, our our message is our method. So a strong, grace-oriented message is key. Uh, In 1 Corinthians 14, 8, it says, without a certain sound, how will people mobilize? So our message is everything. But what we're needing more than ever is shepherds, people that are caring, loving, serving, sitting, hearing the the story in Ezekiel 3.15, learning the story, loving people with God's story. So shepherding in Psalm 23.1 really takes a person that uh, is digging in with God's heart, God's mind, uh, God's, you know, Jeremiah 3.15, God's, you know, pastors or shepherds after his own heart, really ministering to and loving people right that are right in front of them. So Prayer really gives us what we cannot uh, manufacture on our own. It gives us God's heart, mind, and spirit for the areas. Hunger, number two, hunger. When we're spiritual mapping, uh, again, we're 
reaching out maybe through evangelism, through um, events, through uh, throwing out the precious seed. So is there hunger? I think this is a big one. Um, you can pretty much determine an area within four to six months if there is a hunger there. Uh, receptivity. Are people there to uh, and really desire to, to have and learn and receive what you're giving them? Now, granted, some might be in an area for years and there's just a few people and that's between them and God, but really hunger means growth. Is there new people coming? Is there new interest? Is there uh, life-giving uh, exchanges? So is the area hungry? So you can pretty much tell uh, in, with intentional evangelism, prayer, and reaching out within four to six months. Thirdly, spiritual mapping determines which season you may be in. It's a sowing, watering, or reaping. So a lot of ministry is sowing, where you're just casting your bread out there. You're loving people. You're ministering. You're you're sitting where they sit. You're sowing. You're watering. You're loving. You're caring. You're praying for them. You're just in their lives. And then a short season. Hopefully, uh, it would be longer, but typically it's a it's a short season of harvest where people are. Uh, there's been transformation, healing, and or conversions. We pray that that is longer than any season. But typically, we see that there's a lot of investment before there's fruit. So, sowing, water, and reaping. What what area are you in? Uh, in your area, are you, what season are you in? I should say, in your area. Now, I must start by saying that Mother Teresa said this: that if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. So, her attitude, along with the Bible, of course, is that we start with loving our neighbor first. We start at home. We start with our neighbors. We start with our immediate sphere of influence. And then we're reaching out <clears throat> to our Judea, our Samaria, and our uttermost parts of the earth. I think now with uh, the restrictions that we have, uh, we are forced in the right sense to really pay attention to uh, our, our immediate surroundings. And, and I remember pulling out of my driveway one day and... Um, I was convicted because I was racing to outreach across the town and uh, I, I hadn't really done any outreach or ministry to my own neighbors. And uh, this was several years ago and God prompted me saying, you know, you know, it's great, you know, you're reaching way over here, but what about right under, underneath your nose? Get to know your neighbors. So over the last years, we've been getting to know our neighbors and and they can be tough. You know, they see your routine every day and maybe they're in their own worlds or maybe you don't have a great relationship with your neighborhood. I don't know. Um, but we've been reaching out through Christmas carols. We've care packages through the COVID season. We've uh, just been engaging them when we see them on the streets. Uh, I've given out food to some of my neighbors. So Whatever God leads you to do, do it where you are. Do what you can where you are. Don't worry about what you can't do. Do what you can where you are. Fourth thing about spiritual mapping is team building. Now, I think this is really key. Oftentimes, there can be people that have just a passionate vision and it's just he and his wife, or maybe it's one person. But team building is critical because... Uh, you share the vision, you invest the vision, you gather people unto Christ, and you build them up 
you build them and they build your church. You don't build your church on people, you build people and God builds his church. Very, very important um, understanding there. And we manage things, but we lead people. So again, we're not managing people, but we identify their gifts, we identify their strengths, we identify their weaknesses, and we lead them, we point them in a way that uh, causes them to grow. Some leaders suppress gifted uh, people because they're better or they're afraid, you know, they're better than they are at what they do, or they're afraid they're going to lose their job. That is not God's heart. We want to help people grow and succeed and prosper in the eternal purpose. So team building, uh, really important. Again, it's not needs driven, it's vision driven. It is something that uh, we present the vision, we're demonstrating the vision, we're passionate about the vision, and people are drawn to life. We make a place for people. Uh, team building, when you go to an area, it's instant body life. As you reach out, maybe through a concert, through evangelism, through one-on-one, -on -one, you meet later for coffee, you testify of what God did, and you invite your new con your new, your new contacts, and it's just automatic um body life it's automatic exchange it's that's a sphere a spiritual community that that props up that often many people we meet they don't have a spiritual community <clears throat> they don't have a support system so when they go through details or uh, trials <clears throat> they're left alone and that's what the devil loves he loves to scatter those that are alone so team built where do you start well share your heart with somebody in prayer and keep investing, keep including, don't make it exclusive, make it inclusive and speak faith, go by faith. Maybe you have one or two people, have a blast with them, have joy and they will draw others. We're seeing that in Frederick. Uh, we have a fairly large team there and it's a diverse team and each one brings one. So um, people are part of that team that uh, God is anointed to minister, and oftentimes, yes, it might be your friends, but it might be people that you wouldn't expect. So make a place, uh, and God will fill it. Uh, and then lastly, I think most importantly, we could have many things here, but enjoy God in the process. That's number five. Enjoy God. Uh, celebrate the Lord. Worship God. Uh, know that the results are the Lord's. Don't put yourself under pressure with uh, standards and or um, you know, time frames. I got to have this many people in this many, this many months. I mean, that's okay to pray and invest like that, but don't hold yourself hostage or under pressure, but enjoy God. People will be drawn to life. People will be drawn to life. So your inner life will demonstrate uh, to your outer life, your spirit, Luke nine fifty five. your spirit will draw others in the Holy Spirit. If my spirit is stressed, if my spirit is under pressure, if my spirit is, you know, trying to control every dynamic or piece of the puzzle, then people will, um, people will feel that they'll feel the pressure. And um, now I'm not saying you don't have a plan, you definitely want to have a plan, you definitely want to have intentional, um, you want to definitely have an intentional, uh, you know, a work ethic, but also be spontaneous because as we're prepared in the spirit, we can be spontaneous. So just to encourage us today, spiritual mapping. What is God's 
mindset for the place around you? What is God's heart for your neighborhood, for your town? Uh, what is God's mind? What is his spiritual opportunity for you and maybe your church? And I just want to challenge you. I think our nation is really in great need. Um, we're being tenderized to be receptive for the gospel. I mean, there's many, I mean, every person I talk to, it seems like they're, I hear this statement a lot. Oh, I'm just living today, today, you know, uh, they're kind of, the heads are down and they're just trying to focus on what they can control. But what a message we have. Our message is our method. We're ministering, loving, uh, hearing, praying. We're there. We're visible. We're lifting up Christ and gathering the lost sheep. I, I think of that. We've taken several trips to to Atlanta, Texas, and other places, and we're just really quickened in our spirit to gather people and say, listen, connect to something greater than yourself. Connect to um, something that will be life-sustaining, spiritually speaking. There are so many people disconnected from churches. They've been hurt by churches. They've been de-churched, um, and they just have a bad taste in their mouth about religion. But you and I are presenting Christ. You and I are presenting the gospel. You and I are presenting the body of Christ. Um, and our ministry is saturated in grace. It's saturated in truth. It's saturated in mercy. And we're helping people reconnect because if you're disconnected from the vine in John 15, you will wither up. You will, uh, they will be easy targets. So uh, just encourage us today, let's have a spirit of prayer, define hunger, understand what season you're in, sowing, watering, and reaping, team build, love the person in front of you, listen to the person, lead them beyond themselves, love them with God's story, really say, hey, listen, come be a part, come, come, uh, come love on some people and uh, minister life uh, with me. You know, we're seeing that in Habit of Grace, we're seeing that in Glen Burnie. Fed Hill, Frederick, we're seeing this in Dundalk, we're seeing this in so many areas, uh, uh, you know, Wilmington, uh, we're seeing this in uh, Culpeper, we're seeing this uh, now in Atlanta, we're lots of great work starting uh, in these areas and future works like God can minister through you and uh, God will use the person that says, here am I, send me. So. Let's do some spiritual mapping on our knees. Let's do some spiritual mapping uh, with our feet. Let's do some spiritual mapping with our eyes of faith. Let's speak faith. Let's walk in faith. Let's, uh, let's do what other people are not doing and just reaching out. Instead of sheltering in place and fear, we can be wise and we can um, be walking, talking, and ministering the love and life of God. So... Today, I hope this cast encouraged you. Uh, let's, uh, let's believe and dream, and let's go by faith and see what God will do. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.